Media Plus from the Mac Observer, our weekly look at digital media and Apple's place within that world. And we've got a bit of a special show today. Normally I have one guest. Today I'm blessed with having two lovely guests. Hello, Dave Hamilton and Kelly Gamont. Hello, Charlotte Henry. Hello, Kelly. Hi. How are Hi, Dave. you guys? Hi, Charlotte. Is everyone recovered and raring to go after your 4th of July weekend? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Quite, quite lovely. Good. Well then, all did, did you have a good Fourth of July over there in England? Funnily enough, we didn't mark it. No, uh, it's it's not a no, not a day just, of celebration. No, no, we didn't mark that one. Funnily enough, I mean, I had a lovely day because they call it Sunday, Dave. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we called it Sunday. There you but, go. Um, yes. So while you you know we were, we were having barbecues and fireworks and whatever, the Latest episode of a new Apple TV Plus show called Physical was released. That was on Friday. They're coming out every Friday, these episodes. I did a review of the first three, which you can find a link to in the show notes. And we thought we would have a discussion on the show because we mentioned it off air at one point. And it turned out that the three of us had slightly differing opinions on the show, which is always rather nice. I'm going to abuse my right as host to give my opinion first, <laughs> which is that I... Thoroughly enjoyed the show. I think, as many of these Apple shows have, they have got better as it's gone on. I thought I love the kind of way it depicts female in head, you know, personal narration. I think that was great. I think Rose Byrne is just a superstar. Um, I think, and and I think, yeah, as I said, I think it's got better as it's gone on. I think a lot of the issues it covers still feel quite pertinent today, whether it's kind of misogyny in relationships or whether it's you know eating disorders and mental health issues and also obviously exercise for those that don't know Rose Byrne plays a kind of California housewife who gets fed up and finds an escape in aerobics and it all escalates from there there is many spandex lycra and appropriate moves now, Dave, you didn't share my view of enjoying said show. I'd get the impression. What was your take? Yeah, I feel like we're watching different shows. No, it, it, no, it, <laughs> you're you're right that that like it covers all of the things that that you talked about. It's just that I can't bring myself to care. It it and and for clarity, you know, I do care deeply about mental health issues and. Um, you know, personal image issues and all of that stuff. It's just that this show doesn't do anything to enhance my desire to care about those things. It does, it does not resonate in any way. And I've been watching it with, with my wife, Lisa. And when I said, Oh, you know, I have to watch the most recent episode of physical uh, for work. She was like, all right, let's get it over with. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping Lisa okay. was going to back me up on this one. Not yet. Okay. Uh, we I, we will watch the entire season, yes. I'm sure, because I don't know. We watched we binged the first three episodes when they came out, but mm -hmm. only I got to I got to say, it, you know, it's a phrase that's oft overused, but it was probably more accurate for us in this scenario than any other time it was like watching a train wreck it's like oh okay well let's just see how bad it's gonna get I don't, I don't know you have to understand though we both grew up in the 70s so it, like i realize this takes place in the 80s but but so much of what you see there 
especially aesthetically mm. feels more like the seventies than the eighties, the wood mm. paneling, the, you know, the, the, all of that stuff. And so, and that's reference, isn't it? I think that's deliberate to show that the kind of the couple at the center of all this, um, Rose Byrne, who plays a character called Sheila Rubin and her husband, Danny played by Rory Scovel, um, are kind of there's comments right at the beginning that they're kind of a bit old, still a bit yeah. set a few years yeah. earlier. And, they're living uh, in the seventies, and yes, clearly, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not convinced that having lived and really had my my early childhood in the seventies, like, there's not a David whole lot like to of make that. it clear it was his very early childhood. That's right. Um, at the very end of the seventies, at the very very, <laughs> but that it just doesn't. That's not a time that I look back on with any fondness. I mean, especially the design aesthetic. It's just like there's a lot of mustard going on, isn't there? We couldn't wait to paint over our mm. our wood paneling and and yep. make it white instead of brown. I mean, like it was there's just a lot such of brown a, and mustard going on, isn't there? A lot it's of brown a, and mustard, yeah. and and it just doesn't even have uh. Th- th- there's no. There's no value to me. It's not even like, oh gosh, wow, that's that's so heartwarming to see that again. Mm. It's like, mm, yeah, it just it was a bad decision at the time, and we've never, it's never come back, right? It's I mean, it's re- been fifty there's years. Reason. There's a reason for this. It, it's for been fifty years. Absolutely. Everything else that has happened since then, like the stuff in the '80s, uh, like that has come back now. The '70s stuff. Rewind ten years. Did that come back into fashion? Mm-mm, not that stuff. No, no. Interesting. Not no, those no. colors. Not that paneling. No. To my no. other very young '70s child friend on this show, who was also equally very young in the '70s. What was your take? Very, Harry? very young. So Even young. younger in the um, '70s, I would say. Yes, I. So, what I remember is sort of that, which is like a very. 70s aesthetic from the 80s which I don't like I didn't put together at the time but put together later that a lot of people weren't uh, updating the look like well it's January 2nd 1980 I guess I need an 80s aesthetic in my house instead of a 70s aesthetic in my house like that's not really how it happened like you know it sort of came over time and so looking at the um the house of her friend the uh, uh Greta I think is her name yeah yeah, yeah. who's uh, very rich <clears throat> increasingly yes. high-powered friend in, yes. need, let's, in need of some help let's say yes and that house of course was cutting edge 80s aesthetic and right. uh like in that uh everything in that house was angular and would in fact cut you um <laughs> which was in fact which was actually the 80s aesthetic so you know they nailed it um it so far it feels to me like a lot of what i remember as being a kid in the 80s which is um aerobics taking over everything <laughs> and a lot of and and spandex taking over everything else and uh the infiltration of like the bright color palette of the mid 80s we'll say like the MTV era when everybody wore something that was pastel or very brightly colored you know and a lot less a lot less uh, mustard and avocado and harvest gold, like oh, yeah. all that. Good point to the about ground. the avocado. Yeah, very good point. Uh, no. So all of that, like, it it feels to me very much like uh, what I remember of the eighties, and like, and I do like that piece. I don't remember particularly fondly by any mm-hmm. stretch of the imagination, uh, but like, I do remember it. Like I was there, and yes, this is like. This is what it felt like. Malls were like a, a thing that 
yeah, were yeah. in places, you know, not where I lived because nothing was ever where I lived, but uh, like it was a thing in the world and and being able to um, to see some of that. And I've appreciated Rose Byrne's performance in this, but like uh, I, think I only just great. started to care about her, though, in this okay. last episode. You both mentioned that sense of like, do you care? What now the character at the center of this, Sheila, is not meant mm-hmm. to be a particularly likable character. We I think Brian and I just said the same thing when we were discussing the Mosquito Coast. Like, you can't really like any of the characters we've met so far. You kind of maybe are rooting for Sheila, but you can't really like her, I would say. And you've both hinted at a similar thing. Maya's well, kind of fun. That's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing Kelly sort of help further crystallize the thoughts that I've been having, what what this show is is a very accurate glimpse. It's not it's not the full picture of the eighties, of course, but it is an an accurate slice of of what happened. Like everything is true to form. Like you said, that the rich people's home is is the cutting edge eighties home. The, you know, Rose and, and Danny, is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Rose and Danny's home is, is, is <laughs> she, a little older did. and a little more dated and a little more tired. So it's the 70s aesthetic. Like, it's all very accurate. And and yes, this is what shopping malls looked like when they started to become a thing. But it but I don't mm-hmm. I don't care. And you're right. None of the people in this show are good characters. Like they're I mean, good. They're not good people. But but I I don't care about them yet however there are shows where the people are bad and i do care about them we were talking about this actually in the car on the way home yesterday of course uh, always sunny in philadelphia that's like friends but with really bad people right now I, I get that it's meant to be a comedy but like they're not humans and yet and that it's still entertaining but a a perhaps more apt comparison would be City on a Hill, which is, I believe, a Showtime series. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. He is a terrible, terrible person. He is a flawed a character. For, for legal reasons, Dave means his yes. character. Oh, no. The character it's, of Kevin Bacon the, in City on a Hill. Yes. It's the best role Kevin Bacon has ever played, yeah. in my opinion. Like, this is what puts him on the pedestal as, as a, a world-class actor. And he is a bad person. He is a flawed human. And yet... I like I am committed to rooting for this poor guy for some reason. I don't like the fact that I even say that out loud makes me feel like a bad person. <laughs> right. But that's 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 the, the magic of this is like, yeah. here's yeah. this person that nobody should be rooting for. We should all be like rooting against him. And yet it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, I mean, listen, the poor guy, he, he's been through. And that's what I'm not getting yet, maybe with physical and that's where I'm at is like the performance is excellent and and everything Roseburn is doing is super well done. I really enjoy it. I like like I feel like it would be really hard to have to be on camera while like we're hearing your internal dialogue as you're mm-hmm. trying to like express this is what I'm hearing in my head right now. And like all of that is is complicated and she's amazing at doing it. But like at this point, I still don't quite have the hook yet that makes me go I need her to be okay like I need her to win this or you know whatever like I feel like maybe if we've had five episodes now, five that's right I feel like if we'd had three episodes 
and gotten to this point in the story at like three or four, then maybe I'd feel because I'm starting to feel like the tide is turning for her in episode five. I feel like there's been a shift because she stands up to the campaign manager. She starts like staking her claim on stuff like she's she's gone. She's routed around. This is the thing that that I think I like that, that keeps me watching about her is that every time there's an obstacle, she's routing around it. Now, the decision that she makes to do that is is up for debate, probably in, in a couple of these instances. But every time there's something that gets in the way of what it is that she's trying to do, like she routes around it and has some sort of solution to it. Like, let's go shoot on the beach because it's fast. Like, I know somebody who's good with a video camera. I can. Uh, I've stolen you know, the I'm video gonna, camera. I, I took <laughs> the video camera, um, you know, uh, taking Maya with her to the beach, like those sorts of things. So like she always find like she's definitely a problem solver and watching her solve them is the part that is sort of interesting. But I haven't got the hook yet of like only just I'm starting to get an inkling of like, no, I think she might be fun. And like if she'd stood up to David in in episode four, if she or the campaign manager in episode four, if sure, she'd yeah. gotten the stuff to to Bunny and turned a little bit, turned changed Bunny's mind maybe in episode four instead of having to wait for episode five, I feel like maybe I'd be a little more invested because I felt like we needed a little world building in a couple of episodes. And especially if it's a half hour show, I'll give it a couple three, you know, because that's not a massive investment of time to like, here's all your characters and now, and you know, and the problem that we have in this in this show and now we're gonna go off yeah, and show you what happens you're right it's tough to do a serious drama and i realized calling this a serious drama it, it, you know it's it's a I little don't superfluous think it, yeah, it's, it's but, not meant to be like a cutting edge no but, but it, it, is, it is hard to do anything other than a comedy in 30 minutes right yes. and this is not a laugh out loud 30 minute comedy no it's not and and so i think it, this may have worked better or or and and may work better in the future as a Netflix style. We're going to release all the episodes at once for the entire season so okay. that because with that 30 minute thing, you know, I could have invested the time right out of the gate. We did watch the first three episodes wondering, like, where is it going to get if the next three were also available? We might just have binge those, if not that night, the next yeah, night. Because you could do it in two 90 minute sittings or whatever. Correct. Yeah. And 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 we would be beyond where I am at the moment. And now I've invested weeks now, obviously not every freaking yeah, minute of weeks, but, right. but now it's stretching out. And last night it was like, oh, I got to re get my head back into this. And then it's only 30 minutes. I, I this is it's a tough sell. It, a 42 minute show as opposed to a 28 minute show might work, might work better for this. Yeah. Or That's once the whole season is out. And and all of y'all that are listening that haven't started yet, my advice, if any of what I'm saying sounds like it might be you, wait until mm. all the episodes are out. It, maybe mm. wait to hear what we say about it at that point. <laughs> yes. but, but that might be the best time to watch it, regardless of what we say about it at that point, yeah. because we've been dragged through this a little bit. It feels a little bit like molasses. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm into it now. And like, mm. I, like, I feel like I'm getting the hook because she's started to change like yes. she she has stopped being the central character where things just happen to me and this is my life and I there's nothing I can do and I have no agency in my own life because I have to do all of these things and now like she's finally standing up and going like what if no and that's what I really like about the show right that's what's so great in my opinion is watching 
someone who is clearly highly intelligent, like they make a point very early with a fantastic cameo from Leo Delaria from um, who you'll recognize yes! from Orange is the Orange New Black. Is the New Black. Yes. Um, at a you know, some swanky academic party. Yes. Um, that she's a very intelligent woman. I mean, we learned this pretty quickly. You described her as a problem solver, Kelly, which I like. And I do like, um, but I do like that she is increasingly uh, kind of taking back her own power mm-hmm. and control. And I think that's a really good element of the story. You know, we see in episode four, um, we, we've seen in the first episode, let's say, some pretty unpleasant depictions and difficult depictions to watch of her eating disorder. Mm. Yes. Um, and in series four, we sort of see her making her own personal stand, episode four, making a personal stop stand and mark against that when mm-hmm. previously it might have spiraled. We then, we've already seen her, you know, her husband did something just so annoying to her and she's put her foot down to the husband and campaign manager, which mm-hmm. was quite, a, that seemed to be, and that's a turning point. And then that's when she kind of realized, and I like the kind of sort of entrepreneurial spirit that's hinted at of her going, right, forget the uh, campaign. I'm going to make a fortune. Because her yeah. husband, having lost her, her academic, it feels it's a local like political role, isn't it? He's running for. It's yeah. a yeah, local political thing. It it feels like, and and I don't know where this is going, but it feels like they're heading for you know divorce, which was a very common thing in the eighties, at least as compared to the decades prior to that. And, mm. and, and all I'm, the I'm decades bringing, prior to that, all yes. the decades, right? <laughs> of course, I'm bringing my own, you know, personal story uh, as a child of divorced parents into this, but like, that was a very common thing back then. Same. Where it, That's and, why, same for me. Like I'm looking at that going, they're splitting up. Yeah. yeah. But, but for these reasons, like, like oh, yeah. this is explaining why mm. that was so common, so much more common than, and it, it's mm-hmm. because, you know, like a woman like this could have her own agency in a way that 10 years prior, I mean, it just wouldn't have happened, at least not as frequently. Mm-hmm. And and it's a wonderful like that part of it is like, ah, oh, yeah, right. This makes sense. It doesn't explain why my parents split up. That was a whole mess. But um, same. Yeah. But but it it does sort of open the door as to as to why this became a more common thing mm-hmm. and and it is good to see like okay like and again it, it's a very accurate depiction of us of this slice of life in mm-hmm. in the in the 80s and the kind of and, and we see a lot of the different relationship dynamics happening between different couples that we are introduced to you know again the rich family friends who are clearly equally there's different marriage issues going on there oh, yeah. and unlike uh the roseburn character sheila at the moment, uh, I think it's Greta, isn't it? The other character is yeah. finding it harder to reclaim her own agency. Yeah. And so that's an interesting, and you know. In I feel like it hasn't occurred to Greta that Correct. she has agency. Like it's not even like she's reclaiming. Like, I don't know if it's going to occur to her unless she hangs out with Sheila a lot more. Like right. this is a thing that you could do. Like, you know, what if no? And, you know, and see where that goes. Mm. Uh, yeah I, I totally agree and you both have mentioned actually that you felt in some ways the story was moving a little bit slower than you would like in terms of the character development and thing for me there's one bit actually that I find moved almost un 
realistically first, but there was two bits actually. First of all, in episode one or whatever, we never re- have yet really found out why Bunny is following you is following her. Maybe we'll learn that as the series develops, but Bunny is the original aerobics teacher and we've never really, it all starts with a sequence of uh, Bunny for some reason following Sheila, which we've never really got to the bottom of yet. Um, And so that seems a bit, was a bit like what's going on here. Yeah. And then we've also, the idea that she's gone from, I've attended one of your classes to now I'm going to take one. Also, to me, felt quite jarring how quickly it happened. Yeah. We're, we're given a bit of a hint that she has a back, Sheila has a background in dancing and is clearly a relatively athletic person needs and, an, and needs an outlet for that, I think. Right. Um, but it, yeah. it seems a bit, it's a funny way it all gets kind of taken up. I yeah. think, I think perhaps it, you're, because I'm agreeing with you here, it, it is moving slowly in that I, am not caring about these characters yet but the storyline is is moving quite quickly and at times it's like wait how did we get here already yeah and and i think it's wait how did we get here already without me caring that we've gotten here like like you said the yeah. the woman sheila has this eating disorder we we're shown sort of the ugly side of that and then suddenly now she's, you know, like you said, put a put her foot in the ground. I'm not going to do this anymore. It's like, oh, you didn't give me enough of that so that I cared and and am cheering for her Yay! that she's put her foot in the ground. Right. Like, I, oh, you see, I, was I know happy. I did feel like that. I kind of was like, OK, oh, your husband's been a douchebag and you've decided to kind of take back control of it. I kind of like that moment. OK, it, well, that's good. I, it, You know that I I feel like this is skimming along the surface of a great story. And That's if they could, one. if they could go a little bit deeper, I might actually like this story without any real material changes, but just like take a little, I always complain that, that Stephen King movies take too long, right? Like you need to, <laughs> you need to give me the, the Cliff's Notes version. It's got to happen in, in 88 minutes, not, you know, 288, please. Yeah. And strong agree. This, this feels like the opposite. It's like, and I even said it earlier, right? Not 28 minutes, but 42. Yeah. Go a little bit deeper with each of these things and and you might have me. And they might have me by the end of the season. Like, that's the thing. It might already be there. We're just not getting it in. They're not titrating my dosage correctly. Right. Yeah. Like (laughs) I'm in between because like, I'm not cheering for her yet that she drew the line the eating disorder but i was like i was more relieved i think like good i'm glad to see she's finally figuring that out like okay like that's part of why i feel like this episode was where my opinion started to change because like i do care now because she is taking control of all of these things and and trying to reshape her life in a way that she wants it to be and so watching that happen i think is going to be more interesting from here out it was just hard to get to this point so far you know what i'm thinking of and i hope our our friend and colleague john marcellara is listening because i'm thinking of the queen's gambit and that i thought was beautifully paced over what was it six episodes and you really and you really do get to learn about the characters, the people around them. You know, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the mother and how you sort of can see the warning signs very early on, but it's developed long enough that it's not a surprise what happens to her. All yeah. those kind of things. And 
I'm usually a big advocate for short and sweet. As you're saying, 88 minutes movies are better than 288 movies most of 88 minute movies most of the time. But you have converted me to the cause over the course of this conversation that actually taking a little bit longer, even if it was a 40, as you say, 40 minute episodes, mm-hmm. might have just given a little bit more space to unpack. And the thing about streaming services, you're not, you can do that. Yeah, I yeah don't there's have no to worry no about the commercial Apple. time or anything. Right. <laughs> this no is, this was a choice that was yeah. not forced upon them. No. Before we end, because we do need to bring the show to an end, we need to, and this is basically, well, it's for both of you really, but we need to talk about the music. Because whatever you think of the show, surely we've all got to have a lot of love for the 80s soundtrack. Come on, people. Yes. Of course. I, yeah. Yeah. The the I mean, you know, for me, the soundtrack to the 80s was prog rock, right? And so like... <laughs> <laughs> of course it was, Dave. Of course My it was, right? face, let me show you it. However, it, the, the, the other music, the more popular music of the 80s was certainly there for me. It just wasn't what I was paying attention to. Right. And, and so, it, like, it has become... Prog rock is is not the definitive music of the '80s for me anymore, right? I like I've separated the two, <laughs> and, and so yes, they like the the music in this is fantastic. It's so well done. Yeah, I, I'm conflicted between thinking they should have waited, made us wait longer for the let's get physical moment, but we sort of get it right at the start. You know, it like obviously everyone knows it's going to happen at some point, right? It happens quite early. I suspect we're going to come back to it as towards uh, it. I would assume. I was surprised it wasn't the theme song. It should have been Honestly, the theme yeah. song. The, the, like, if you're just going to lead with it, just go all it. in. Just do it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, again, that part I, felt a little weird to me, to be honest. It was like, I'm oh. pretty sure you can get, if you're as 80s minded uh, as my lovely guests, I'm pretty sure you can get the soundtrack on Apple Music as well. I think they have a playlist there. I'll see if I can dig it out. And Uh, what I've appreciated is that it's not sort of the easy, the easy choices for the 80s music. No, no, it's good. Like they're they're gonna play like some maybe it's it's an artist that's known, but it's not the song that everybody thinks of now that's associated with that artist. And like those are the things that that I have appreciated about listening to it is getting like getting a load of that later on, right? Like it's not uh, you know, it's not the reflex by Duran Duran, you know, it's something else. It's well, not we, we do have just the main Pat Benatar song. Like it's it's something else that she sings. And like those pieces are the are the parts that I have appreciated because those are the parts of the 80s music that I always liked at the time. Like it wasn't always like the song they were beating to death on the radio. It was no, like no, no, the no. one they didn't play quite so much. And so it's been fun to hear someone else's take on what that is yeah i mean a couple of points on that we do have of course just can't get enough by depeche mode in the playlist obviously yes we also have a song by someone called dave hamilton the, the, it's the not dave me. it's, it's not, not you it's the dave hamilton's Detroit soul so are you that, sure because we've also talked about the amount of drugs in the 80s so maybe you just don't remember it was you what if, what if, i was like 12 yeah I, <laughs> No, and I think at that point, maybe younger. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think at that point, I'm going to have to say 
thank you to both of you because <laughs> we've crossed the line. Because now Dan, Kelly's we're... just got us into a whole world of trouble, and that's good just that you. really. But I really enjoyed unpacking the show for you. I like doing these episodes where, as well as talk, we don't look at Apple's media often as a kind of broad strategic thing. Although there are some themes here that we could have picked on. I like digging into some of the shows on there because I think sometimes they get overlooked. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I'm going to keep watching it. Thank you for dragging yourselves through it for the media for me and the Media Plus listeners, Kelly Gamont and Dave Hamilton. Keep up with the but you know where to find them. They're on the Mac Geek app, they're on Daily Observations. You can find them on the Twitters. You know where to find Dave and Kelly by now. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.